Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games with a special... <laughs> this is our mini-series. Our little mini-series that we're doing. Uh, by mini-series, we're going to figure out, see how you guys take to it and go with it. But uh, welcome to your first episode of Married Watching Anime. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. <laughs> and uh, this this is our first one, and we are watching Rise of the Shield Hero. Yes. It's really good. It is. It's very cheesy. Uh, it's very much a, um, I'm going to get the term wrong, but it's a guy gets teleported to a different world yes. type. I don't know the exact name for it. I will come up for it in the next time and we will figure it out. <laughs> well, but, I swear we prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is going to be our some of what we're calling our filler content. So when we're playing lengthier games, anime episodes are about 23 minutes. Yep. Whereas Cyberpunk's going to be 80 to 100 hours. Yeah, that one's going to get slow rolled. So while we might do a, like we keep talking about a first impressions for that, we want to have some stuff to fill in between when we're playing a longer game. So we watch anime. Uh, we do watch other TV shows, but uh, anime fits our nerd culture very well. Yeah, when we were trying to figure out what exactly to podcast about, we also talked about, like, maybe we could review Simpsons episodes or do anything like that, but there's so many of those out there already, and there's probably a ton of anime ones, but this kind of fits with, Our, you know, what we already do. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we're going to we're gonna talk about Rise of the Shield Hero. Uh, I have a subscription to Crunchyroll, so that's where we're watching these anime on. Yeah, we've watched a couple together already, a couple different series. Uh, you might get a full review of Demon Slayer, because... <sighs> Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer so is mind-bendingly good. You'll probably get... We're going to do Rise of the Shield Hero as episodic, so episodes one and two. Yeah, we'll probably do it in bunches, because yeah. we've watched a lot of them already. Yeah, so we'll probably <laughs> do them in bunches. Demon Slayer, we watch the whole thing. These are going to be full of spoilers, so if you want to watch this before listening, please go watch it. Uh, after we go through the general synopsis and the characters, we're going to go into full spoiler mode, talk about the episode. Yeah, episode by episode, like... Plot point by plot point, and how we felt about things, and just kind of throw our own little mix into the into the the bunch here. So let me give you a, a spoiler free synopsis. This is from the Wiki fandom, mm -hmm. and then we can go from there and see how this rolls out. Everybody, <laughs> we're, we're 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 going you're on this. Along for the ride. You're along. You're you're on this journey with us here. <laughs> so from the Wiki fandom. Uh, stories of old tell of four otherworldly heroes wielding the sword, spear, bow, and shield who defended the land from wave after wave of calamity. With the fate of the world in balance, the kingdom of Melromark summons these legendary figures. In modern-day Japan, the call is answered, and the unwitting heroes are transported to this fantasy universe. Uh, that's pretty, pretty good. It's spot on. The anime is kind of set up like they're in a video game and many of the characters make reference that it's exactly like a video game from the, their, uh, their world that they're from. Each of the four heroes are from different Japans. Yeah. Different, uh, universes. <clears throat> universes. Like a, it's like a multiverse at that point, And they were pulled from different point, different Japans. Man, we really like multiverses. Yes, we do. Marvel, <laughs> this anime, there's two. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like I said, it's a little cheesy because they basically have stat screens, they have levels. They form parties. They form parties to get more experience and gain levels. They learn new abilities and magic as they go along. Uh, again, like I said, it's a little cheesy, but it's 
it's it fits really well. Yes. The universe doesn't feel too far fetched or crazy. I mean, it, of course, it feels far fetched, but it doesn't fe- it doesn't take away from the anime feel. It's actually enjoyable to watch versus being like, oh, this is really stupid. It's really really good. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go into some character details, talk about the characters that are introduced. Uh, and after we give you a general view of them, um, like I said, we're going to talk about them. We'll in, start breaking down the episodes. Breaking down the episodes. Sorry, this is a little campy of us explaining how we're doing this, but we're, we're figuring it out as we go and here. And then yell at us in emails if you don't like the format. Yeah, or on Twitter. We, we'll, we'll take the heat. Yes, we can handle please. it. Just a little bit. We don't have many followers anywhere. No we, one likes we, us. We love you. <laughs> please follow us. So uh, the main protagonist is Naofumi, and he is the shield hero as in the name and why it's important that he is the protagonist because it's Rise of the Shield Hero. Makes sense. Uh, Moto Yasu. Moto Yasu. Moto Yasu is the spear heel. Ren is the sword sword hero. And Itsuki is the bow hero. Uh, these are all introduced in the first episode. Uh, king Altcray, the current king of Melromark, and uh, he's kind of a dick. Very much so. That is going to be a recurring theme for many of these characters. Yes, multi-Melromark, princess, and also a huge B-word. Oh my gosh. Yeah, um, uh-huh. I do not like her. Earhart the blacksmith, who I do like. Yes. Uh, and then episode two, the main female protagonist is introduced. It, at the end of episode one, you see her, but she's really introduced in episode two. Um, that's Raftalia. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is his uh, sword. Yeah. Basically his main u- weapon user because as the shield hero, he cannot use other weapons. Correct. Nor can any of the other heroes use any other weapon than the weapon that they have. And they also can't fight together. Yeah, they have to travel in separate parties. Yes. So, uh, Raftalia is also a slave in the world. So he has to, We'll get into details why, but he is reduced down to having to purchase a slave to get a party. Yes. Uh, and then there's a slave trader who has no name, but he's the guy that sells Raftalia to Nafumi. This is both in episode two, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, so here on out, guys, it's spoiler season. So Spoilers. we're going to kind of go into the plot of episode one, and we'll break it down as we're going through. So uh, they get. he basically starts out, and he's a... Uh, Nafumi is a... Not a shut-in, but he doesn't... He lives at home because he, he claimed to take care of his brother at one point, so his parents just let him live at home. But he still goes out into the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes into the library and finds a book, and it turns out to be this world. And it's then, a portal to the... It's a port key to this world. And that's how he ends up in this world. And they basically are summoned to find that four legendary heroes are used to try to set back the waves of Calamity. Mm-hmm. There's a big giant hourglass that marks out the time that the calamity waves are coming, and they need these heroes to defeat these calamities to get through to the uh, to save the world. Yes. Um, right from the get go, you find that Naofumi. They give you hints that he's just not liked by everybody. Yeah, as the shield hero. <clears throat> as the shield hero. So the guy, the the other characters, they don't really know him, the four other heroes or the three other heroes, but they're always like no one wants to play the shield hero in these games cuz he sucks. Well, and even when now Fumi's like flipping through the book that he finds in the library, he was like, "Oh, what loser uses a shield as a weapon?" I'm like, "Uh, Captain America?" <laughs> <laughs> was what I said out loud at the television. The main character from Hades does too. Yes, we did also talk about that. That's That'll be another podcast. That's for the other podcast. Sorry. But anyway, he um, 
so, but he gets uh, treated a little unfairly from the get-go. The king tends to ignore him. Uh, the people around there, when they start to form parties, nobody wants no to be... No one picks him. No one picks him. Uh, until uh, a character named Malty raises her hand. You don't realize that's her... They call her Mai. Mai is the yeah. other name they call her, but it's uh, Princess Malty. Okay. You don't know this at the time. Uh, you'll figure that soon, soon enough. But she pretends to be a willing... Like, to help him out. Yes. So she joins his party and shows him around town. Helps him level up. Helps him get gear. So he gets her some gear. He gets himself some armor. And they go out and fight creatures out there. And she kind of gives them the rundown of everything in the town. At the end, they're having a drink at the bar. Or she's drinking. He says, I don't really do alcohol. Mm-hmm. Decides to turn in early. Wakes up the next morning. He's been robbed. He's been robbed. All his stuff is, all the money he had, other than some he stored in his shield, his armor, everything. And then he gets taken to the castle by force by knights. Uh, Multi frames him and claims that he tried to assault and to rape her. Yes. Which is a very deep, dark, a dark theme for an anime. Very much so. For an anime that's, there's some blood and gore in it, but it's... Light, it feels more lighthearted to have a theme like it's that. It's more in like there. a video game, kind of. It's got the video game feel, so it's not... To have that theme come from a video game is hard to, yes. to deal with. Unless it. you're playing, like, The Last of Us. Yes, which is it, it, very intense. Yes. Whereas this, you were kind of like, oh, this is a nice... Holy crap, they're bringing up a dark theme in this. Yes. So you instantly just get angry yeah because no one believe no one likes the shield hero and then she's accusing him and so everyone believes that they can't but he also finds out at that point he's like just send me back to my world why would you bring me here just to do this and then they he can't, none of the heroes can leave unless they end the calamity waves or, or they all die or they all have to die yes so he is stuck and so they're not going to arrest him because they can't, because they need him to fight the waves, but he has been basically blacklisted yeah, in the town. So he starts to take on a persona, which you hate it, but you understand why he's taken on this, I'm a, I'm a dickhead attitude to everybody. I was just thinking of, like, was it like season five or six of Letterkenny, where they, they'll ask, like, a question of, like, oh, how's that going? Just kidding. I don't, I don't give, give a, a fu- <laughs> Yeah, and then, so he... he he's ba- very much, he does not care. He knows no one likes him, and no one's going to be on his side, so he basically threatens people because that's what they expect from the shield hero at this point, so why not give them what they expect? Yeah, so the way he starts to make... He basically can't fight... Yeah, to level up, but he has to level up to fight the waves, but he can't level up to fight the waves because he has no offensive abilities. He's no. all defense and healing. Yes. So the way he starts to make money is he starts to sell herbs back to people, and then he collects monster the only monsters that he can kill. Are balloon monsters. <laughs> little balloon monsters, <laughs> and he finds out that they can't hurt him, so he starts to use them as weapons. We'll get into that in a yeah, little he, bit. He threatens a shopkeep with those monsters. And so to give him fair pricing on things. Yes. But he finds out that he can sell herbs, and he can increase the quality of herbs. And that's also where you learn he can change his shield into different shapes that have different abilities. Yeah, it's uh, his shield. He basically feels, feeds his shield... Anything from the world, and it takes on, you know, new abilities, which is really cool. It's a skill tree, honestly, and it is a giant skill tree. Yeah, so he learns plants, different monsters he kills, he can feed it and get abilities from them, and mm-hmm. he can, basically, as he levels up, he can level up his shield as well, like like she said, as a skill tree. Uh, and so, towards the end of the episode, uh, these guys are uh, kind of picking on him and saying, hey, uh, we'll be in your party, and they try to rob him. 
and which is a bad idea because they can't hurt him because he's basically all defense. Mm-hmm. He can't really do much to them, but he uses monsters to scare him away. So a slave trader eventually approaches him and says, I have a way for you to get what you want. Yes. And he finds out, leading into episode two, that or that he sells slaves. And the reason why he's going to get a slave is they can't ignore... A command. They have to obey the command. Yes, it's a magic contract. She has like a seal on her chest where if he commands her to do something, she has to do it. Yeah, or or she takes pain if she ignores the request. Mm -hmm. So he being... Very poor. Very poor. (laughs) He buys the... There is... He buys Raftalia, who is a half raccoon, half human. Yes, what are they called i don't i'm uh, i just blanked so anyway she gonna look it up. she's gonna look it up but she is more human looking demi human demi human but she's got um true like the ears her ears are look like the raccoon just and think of tanuki mario and super mario brothers 3 where they got the tail and the ears yeah. but everything else is human basically yes. so she is a young girl i think they say around 10 years old mm-hmm. and she's very sickly but he says i'll buy her because she's cheap yeah because he has no money, because he was robbed. So, when he first gets Raftalia, you think he's just going to be this overly obnoxious a-hole to her the entire time. But he actually turns out to be very f- fatherly. Yeah, he's not, like, warm and comforting, but he's not... He's not brutal to her. He doesn't no. treat her like... There's a couple times where he he commands her, but only he pushes to... Her. He pushes her. and he commands her, but to try to make her stronger to fight for him. Mm-hmm. So he gives her medicine. He gives her food. He treats her like a daughter. I thought it was really cute when they go into the inn for the first time and he gets the cheapest meal for himself because, again, he's poor. And then he gets a kid's meal for her. And, like, they set it down in front of her and she's like, all of this is for me? <laughs> she Because she's been in a slave, being locked in, in cage as a slave for we don't even know how long at yep. this point. And so she's just super excited. Her tail starts to wag every time she gets really... She's so cute. Yeah, so Raptalia is just adorable. And so he treats her with medicine and helps her get sick. And he basically, like we said, the only time he commands her is when he wants her... Like, he needs her to be strong. And towards the... When you're going through the episode, she's able to stab the balloons and fight the balloons with him. Yeah, you get a flashback in the second episode as to how she basically became a slave and what she's been through. So her parents died in the first Calamity Wave before the heroes were there. Yes. And you don't really know what happens between point A and point B, but you know that she gets sold into slavery. Mm -hmm. So him buying her is a way of freeing her. And her biggest fear that she has is not... It didn't seem like it's death. It feels like her being left alone. Abandonment. Abandonment is what's going on. So that's what she struggles with. And that's what... Basically, now Fumi says, like, if you cannot fight for me, I have to let you go. Yeah, he commands her to fight because she doesn't like blood either. Mm-hmm. So he, they get into a sticky situation with a two-headed dog that reminds her of the creature that killed her parents in the first calamity. And he basically, yeah, says... If you can't fight for me, I have to let you go. I need someone that can. So that's almost a little. So the first time it was with a rabbit. It was oh like yeah, a that's monster true. It was rabbit. A rabbit. That, that, I but, blocked um, that because of our bunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she has to stab the rabbit, and she doesn't like blood. And that's when he goes, "Listen, you have to fight for me. Yes. I was gonna leave you." And then with the dog, he tries to command her, and she just still refuses. And he goes, "Basically, I'm gonna buy you time. I'm gonna die. I'll buy you, you time. You can leave." Yeah, and so. She re- that's the point where she realizes that, oh, I, this is real. Yes. 
And so she starts to fight for him because she doesn't want to be abandoned. And he's, again, he's not super warm and loving. Even when she hugs him, he's like, can you let go? And she just, the cutest thing, she's like, just a little longer. longer. (laughs) And so he, he takes care of her and he wants to do, he, he doesn't treat her like a slave. Yeah. Even though she is a slave to him, he that's the only couple times we've seen her actually commanded to do something. So far, yes. So far. Uh, that's the only time you see her get electrocuted by it because she's willing to help him and fight the waves so no one... He basically says, so people don't end up like you. I want Yeah, that's other how kid- he convinces her is that if we, we need to train so that no other kids have to go through what you have gone through. Yeah, so it seems that like even though he's his character's been darkened, there's still some light inside of him. Yeah. And again, another dark-themed episode because she's struggling with PTSD and abandonment issues and, you know, being terrified of two-headed dog monsters. Mm-hmm. The anime art style doesn't portray it to look like the anime is going to be like this. Yeah. But it is a little bit darker. Yes. In the first few episodes, I'm going to say the first three. First four. First four are very, they're almost maddening because it's just, it's like a little bit of happiness and then it gets worse and then it gets uh, worse. Yeah. And then it starts to slight, the anime starts to lift up by episode five where you start to get introduced to new characters and things start to go now Fumi's way where things, the entire first three, four episodes are just. Four? Is it four or is it five, the really annoying episode? Three is the really annoying episode. Oh, I thought it was four. Okay. It's three. Uh, no, because it might be four. Okay. We'll, we'll check. get there. This is only the first two episodes. <laughs> anyway, so things go really wrong for him up till about episode five. Yes. And then it gets a little less maddening. Yeah, and things start happening that are better. Now, the basically, the worst of the heroes against him is the spear hero. <sighs> yeah. He is the worst because Malty is actually in his... Yeah, she betrays Naofumi and goes back to uh, what's-his-face's party, Motoyasu. And Motoyasu is just a huge, egotistical prick. Yes. And he believes everything he's doing is right and anything everyone else is doing. You guys can't see the look on my face right now. Yeah, he is just (laughs) agonizingly awful to deal with. Yep. And he's just so awful. The other two are pretentious and they're a little annoying, but they're not as... They're only going based off the information that they have versus him being kind of like pompous and in his face about everything. Right, and it's not like he even belongs in this world, so it's not like he's any more knowledgeable than anybody else is at that at this point in the series because they've only been there like a week. Yeah, so yeah, but yeah, now Fumi's just had unfair treatment. Yes. Very, very harsh the first couple episodes. So when you're watching it, prepared to get a little angry at everything that happens in the first couple episodes. Yes. Uh, overall, even though the theme is a little dark, the video game world is very fun. Mm-hmm. Everything about the world is interesting and intriguing. Uh, the world's a matriarchy, so, um, there is a king, uh, there is supposedly a queen, uh, you just don't see her at this point in time, but she is technically a higher power than the king himself. He is just in the kingdom. You don't see a queen at that point in time. Uh, the world building is done very well. Again, even though it's uh, like it's annoying, <laughs> the characters are the character building, the world building is great, but it's been it was hard to watch the first couple episodes, even though they're enjoyable. It was you're just getting mad when you're watching it. Very much. I've, so. I've never seen you watch an episode and be like, oh my god, her face was getting like 
She literally was very tense on the couch. <laughs> yeah, usually she's not that tense watching anything. Even with the video game, she's like she's more casual about it. But this anime episode got her real mad. Mm-hmm. I pre-warned her on one of the episodes. You pre-warned me at the beginning where you were like, "He's a dick, but he gets better." And like the whole time I was watching, I'm like, "He's not really like." Now, Fumi doesn't really bug me. Like, I thought that your warning... So, uh, his character, to me, at different times, you understand why he is the way yes. he is. It's just hard to watch a character like that for me personally. Okay, that's fair. And- I don't have that issue because I see everything going against him. So, I'm like, yeah, he has every right to be a complete and utter dick to these yeah, people. Because he- they're being dicks to him. Yeah, he emotionally shuts off a lot of the time. And for yes. me, that's hard to watch. I don't know why it's harder for me to watch, but it is hard for me to watch that stuff. Versus when you you understand why he's that way. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I, I don't dislike the reason why. I just dislike that type of character, I think. Okay. I can see that. But him as a main character is done really well. Mm-hmm. Plus, Raph Talia is just so... She's very funny. She's Tanuki Mario. She's really cute. She's the female Tanuki Mario. She is. Mustache and everything. <laughs> she does not have a mustache, everybody. But she's very, very cute. Uh, she is. There's one scene in particular where she pretends like she doesn't want a ball that the kids are playing with. And then her tail is twitching while she's like, no, I don't want a ball. Well, and so he buys her one. He's like, you can play with this. After we've done doing this stuff kind of thing. This also probably doesn't matter, but we are watching this dubbed and not subbed. So yeah, it it's dubbed in English. It's not subtitled. Yes. When we watched Demon Slayer, that was subtitled. And also when we watched, was it Welcome to Demon School? Yes. That was also. Oh, Welcome to Demon School. I know. We can, we can do that one. That one's even cuter. That one's really good. That one's very <laughs> lighthearted and it's very funny. Yes. This one has some silly moments, which is good because they, they've taken out a lot of the heavier stuff is kind of coming to a not coming to a close but it, it, it's died down a lot at this point yes it's less of like the main point and more of like an undertone yeah of them kind of dealing dealing with it and turning the tide yeah that's actually bit. a really good way of saying it yes okay so episode one one out of ten what would you rate that episode probably an eight. Ooh, okay that's really it good it wasn't it wasn't super infuriating because you were just thrown into the world. Mm-hmm. What were you expecting when I said we should watch this anime? I have no idea. You literally just started it and said, we're going to watch this, and then we'll do a <laughs> podcast on it. And I was like, okay, and silently wondered if I should have a notebook. I, so notes. I... Uh... I took the charge of making the notes on this one. Like heavy. I usually do the preliminary, and she does the cleanup and like yeah for married with video married games. with video games. So with the anime, I took a huge like I'm gonna fill out the plots. I'm gonna take care of this one. So I did most of that that stuff for you because I have I have watched this series before just as a thing. So she's getting it all fresh. I'm getting a rewatch of everything. Yeah, I feel like you should ask me more questions for the next episode since uh, this is your second walkthrough. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do that. Watch through, not walk through. If everyone wants to hear more questions for me, just uh, you should uh, add us on Twitter and uh, and or at email. gaming marriage, and then email is gamingmarriage at gmail Yeah, so I would give the first episode a seven five eight as well. Mm-hmm. I like I like it. Uh, it does drop you in the world. The theme, it's hard. If you're not prepared for it, the theme is hard to. It, Makes it hard to watch the next couple episodes, I feel. Yes, definitely. Epi- so, episode two with Raftalia, him raising her up, what did you rate that episode? I would also give that an eight just because I liked the dynamic that it built between them and just watching her progress through the episode, realizing 
the potential for Naofumi and their relationship and their future going forward. I think it did a really good job building that and showing that. So I'd give it an eight. It was less infuriating than the first episode. So maybe first episode, like seven, five. Okay. Just because I wasn't fully sure why no one likes the shield hero, except that shields are lame, I guess. Yeah. So the main, the, <laughs> the main character, like the other three heroes are not rude to him. They just kind of say, Hey, you're, you got the worst. You, got, oh, the you wor- got the shield. You got the worst end of the stick, basically. Yes. Because they had all played games and everything like that. Uh, yeah, so the one thing we didn't comment on was that the other three heroes kind of knew of this through games or some sort of media in their versions of Japan, and Naofumi was like, I just happened to look at this book and now I'm here. Like, yeah. he knew nothing about this world. Yeah, and so that played against him as well, because yeah. then they're saying the shield hero knows nothing of our yes. world and stuff like that, and so he goes, I didn't tell that to anybody, and they're like, they must have overheard us talking, mm-hmm. you know. So for him, he just had it all of the gate. It was just awful for him. Even though the other heroes were nice to him up until the point where he was accused of raping or attempting to rape uh, Mai. So he was... uh, Uh, I don't like her. Oh, she's the worst. Uh, It does not get better either. Not... not, Definitely not yet. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the first couple episodes. The first episode... What is your review? What's your review for episode two, your ranking? I gave that one a nine. I love Raftalia so much. There's only one other character. I'm going to say her name. She's not in here yet, but Philo is my other favorite character. Mm. So when we get to Philo, I will be gushing a whole bunch because she's just adorable. (laughs) But uh, Raftalia is one of of the best characters I've seen. She has good development. She's got good backstory. Mm -hmm. And the interaction with... Now Fumi and her gets better and better as it goes on. Even though it seems like it's really going to be bad at first, he treats her very well. He does. So watch episode once you get through one. I'll, one's a long, by the way. One's about an, almost an hour. Yeah, it's one and two put together. No, no. Oh, did we do the first three? No, we did the first two. Okay. Episode one, you were asked. Remember, you asked what? Oh, that's are they right. All yeah, gonna be it like is... it's like forty-five yes. minutes to fifty minutes. That's right. Every other episode is about twenty-three minutes. Yeah, it's a normal cartoon length. So when we do the next couple episodes, they probably won't be as long as this one is because the first episode's an hour, so we're covering a lot of content. Mm-hmm. Whereas two was much shorter. Yes. Ha- less than half the time. Yes. So just. Uh, you know, give you a heads up that this is our long. This is gonna be one of the longer ones because we're going through. And when we do, if we do Demon School and if we do Demon Slayer, oh, Demon Slayer, uh, those will be uh, longer because we're gonna be doing the whole season versus just a episode, a couple episodes, a couple episodes. Yeah. like this one. We're gonna do episodically or by episodically. Yeah, we'll probably do two episodes at a time, but still this is these two are the length of three episodes. So again, we're working on it guys. Uh it'll be much smoother in the next one. <laughs> uh if you have any comments, questions, concerns or you want to just give us some feedback on how we're doing on this and if you like this, uh please let us know uh at gaming marriage on Twitter and our email is gamingmarriage at gmail.com. We would really like to hear from you and Let us know your thoughts. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye.